Our scripture portion for today is from Genesis 28, verses 12. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Father God, we thank you for the blessing of this day and also giving us this opportunity to come together in the sacred space and surrender ourselves at your feet and to learn from your word. Thank you for teaching us through the life of Jacob and assuring us in our troubles, in our conflicts, that you have never abandoned us. Not a minute that you have left us, you are always with us. Thank you for again revealing yourself and your nature and your grace and love to us. As we begin this day, in our joys, in our happenings, and in our encounters with the ordinary, may your presence be with us always. We commit each one of us into your loving hands. Morning by morning, your mercies are unfailing and your love is unfailing in our lives. So we pray that you would continue to bless us and use us as your tools in this world in spreading your gospel and living out your word. We ask this in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Led Zeppelin is a popular rock band in 1970s and this rock band became extremely popular because of one particular song, Stairway to Heaven. This song talks about a woman who believes her happiness lies in the wealth and possessions and she goes to an extent of trying to buy heaven with the wealth and the glitters of the world. I'm not talking about that kind of stairway to heaven today. Buying a stairway to heaven is kind of fake and phony. So today our focus is not stairway to heaven, but I want you to hold the thought. So when we talk, reflect from Jacob's perspective, probably we get to the point to see the difference between the stairway and ladder. Today, we are going to do a bit of reflection from Jacob's life. We all know the meaning of Jacob. Jacob means by nature because he comes out of his mother's womb by holding to his brother, twin brother Esau's heel. So it is to hold, to grip, to follow, so these are the words we know. And other meanings for Jacob's name is supplanter. But when I got into seminary, the name that Jacob gets is trickster. Trickster. I think that aptly suits him because why would someone go to an extent, why would someone go by far tricking a brother to get the natural right or birthright. If your brother is hungry, is famished for food, then you would exchange for something else. But why go to that extent of asking for a birthright? I see Jacob is a man with crude motives, 
he has high aspirations not knowing where it is leading him and he wouldn't stop there when his mother convinces him to get the blessings what Esau his brother is supposed to get he is ready to again trick his father he borrows his mother gives him the garments of Esau because Esau is a hairy man he wears those garments he goes to Isaac his father and gets the blessings so just the aspiration here not knowing where it will put him and now the real threat the real fear starts because he knows his brother is coming to kill him because he has left nothing for his brother he has taken all the blessings all the promises and all the god's providence in his life and he's on the run and his mother says you better go away from this place to haran uh, to laban and there uh, when everything gets settled you, you can come back so jacob is on the run he's tired and he plans to take a rest at one place and when the sun sets many of us are in a state of this limbo like jacob he is in between he cannot go back at the same time into unknown future to a new place he is lonely in fear because any time his brother would ambush him he might come and kill him maybe his aspirations are like to a uh, take a quantum leap to to heights without even thinking that if he's getting a solid ground at this point when jacob grabs a rock and then puts it under his head and sleeps he has this amazing vision a dream he dreams that there is a ladder which is stretched from the earth to heaven and the angels are ascending and descending and god has stood on top of the ladder when he sees this jacob from aspiration i would say he got inspired because immediately he wakes up from the dream and he takes the rock the and pours oil and feels and says that this is the house of god this is bethel i asked you to hold the thought between the stairway and ladder many a times when we imagine jacob's ladder even when you google and see it is a stairway of angels coming up and down but interestingly in hebrew the word used for ladder is solem ladder is solem and for the stairway it is mala so there's a clear distinction that it is a ladder it it also has this emphasis that it is not a human dream it is god communicating through that dream god communicating god revealing himself to jacob there because if you dream it and see it as a stairway in your human imagination in a stairway you can have multiple people like a stream you can like hundreds of people also you can put there but imagine how on a ladder angels can descend and ascend and there's a steady flow of angels coming up and down which means in our impossibilities 
God sees something possible happening in our lives. Even I'm sitting here on a small ladder. It's so hard, even for one person, even if you take a bigger ladder, you know how slippery it is and you cannot hold grip of it. You really have to balance. And if you see a steady flow of angels on a ladder, it is a revelation God is giving to Jacob that I am with you, I will go with you. And the promises, whatever I've made, I'm going to fulfill. I'll give you the land. I'll bring you back to this land. And I am your God, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and I am your God of Jacob. So he had that inquiry mind. He got all the blessings, is running, and he has dream. Before that, he's so troubled because in Old Testament context, blessings, promises are huge. Even if you are bad, even if you, if you have messed up your life, once you secure those promises in your life through God, then you are good to go. You mean God will take care. So with, with that kind of mind and again with the, the thought of a confusion of fear, he's sleeping and then he encounters God and God reveals himself. So we see from aspiration, he ends up with inspiration by seeing the angels. With that inquiry mind, he ends up with the revelation from God because the ladder is a communication from heaven and earthly realm. We live in earth, but there is no disconnect because the divine always communicates through us through different means. And after this dream, when he realizes that God has spoken to him and he puts that a rock and then pours oil and we see him taking a effort and that effort had led him to total enablement. He lived to full potential there because he got that confidence and assurance from God. Because God said, I'm going to be with you. But there is one thing that really makes me chuckle when I think of Jacob. He never stopped his business of tricking. He tricked his brother, he tricked his father, he tricked his father-in-law. And again, when God says, I am with you, I will go with you, he says, God, okay, if you give me clothing, if you give me food, then I'll give you one-tenth. You know, again, the business mode there comes. So it is quite natural for him to deal in such a way. But for me, what actually impressed from Jacob is, when we talk about Old Testament context, it is always God of Abraham, because we've seen Abraham being serene, obedient, and faithful to God. That is first generation. And second generation, we see God of Isaac, because Isaac lived in full prosperity, full of blessings and fullness of life. And in third generation, we see Jacob, a trickster, a cheater, a liar. All his life, he was in trouble, in conflict on the run. But still, we have God of Jacob too here. If we have messed up our lives, if we are finding ourselves in trouble and conflicts, Jacob throws a fresh perspective, an attraction to us, I would say that 
how God was with Jacob, even when he had that kind of nature and helped him to prevail, even God is with us, helping to prevail in our shortcomings, in our disappointments, in our conflicts of life. But Jacob prevailed because he had that transformative experience at Jacob's ladder, which is he was inspired, he got the revelation and he enabled himself to live to full potential for God. He never lost his grip on God. Back to back, when he does something, again he'll cry out to God saying, if not for you, who would come to my rescue? So, all of us are like Jacobs in this world. Jacob is not a name or a gender. All of us, all of us have a little bit of Jacobs in our lives. Even I've tricked, not to an extent of uh, grabbing the birthright of my brother, but still, I've tricked my parents, I've tricked my friends in many ways, in a subtle or love, we have done that. But the goodness is that we have the God of Jacob. If only we have that Jacob's ladder experience, encounter or revelation, even when we fail, God will lift us up and see to it that we continue to live to that full potential. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.